Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Uh-huh, I sure will. A good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. <laughs> one and only, Steve Harvey. <laughs> Got a radio show, yeah, man. Got one. Hey, you know, um, I, I thought I think of my life in terms of blessings, you know. I, I take mostly a positive approach and a positive spin to my life. I hardly ever dwell on, uh, you know, the what's, well, I can't say that I don't think about the what's wrong in it because I have to, because I have to address problems as they arise. But I try not to let them consume me. I let the consumption part be about the blessings, the positive things that uh, has occurred in my life, the good things that God has done for me, the the power that he's uh, displayed in my life, the protection he's given me over the years, the being tucked under his wings. I focus on the things that he promises me. I think of uh, all the goodness that I perceive to come my way. I, I think that has a lot to do with me learning more and more about the law of attraction in terms of, you know, what you think and what you put out in the space and what you pray about is what you receive, you know. And so I've become better and better at that. It's not to say that I'm I'm not human and I don't have moments where I I think a little bit too long about what's going wrong and what enemy is is about to attack and what they're going to do and say and and all of this here. So it's not to say that I'm not concerned about it, but I try to dwell mostly on the positive. And um, one of the things that I learned, you can have an incredible life, all of you, all of us. We can have incredible lives if we just let God drive. See, the, the problem that I had years ago was I was the driver of my life, and I was taking myself in the directions that I thought would be best for me. And I aimed at things that I thought I could accomplish. And I set goals that I saw myself being able to attain. I was driving. When I gave up and I let God drive, I then opened up my mind and my spirit to what God had for me, for what God could see for me for what God could do in my life, for for what God wanted for me. Now, he wanted for me and he wanted of me. See, that's the connection that you got to try to make. Well, not try. That's the connection that you got to make to really get it. Now, listen to me. What I don't want you to do is do like me. Don't be afraid of the what for, of the what he wants you to do part. See, because that ain't going to be nearly as demanding and, and as offsetting as you think it's going to be. See, I thought that if I did God's will, that if I let God tell me what to do, that it would cause me to not to be able to do a certain some things I wanted to do. Well, which is true. But the stuff I wanted to do was all detrimental to my well-being and my future and my and my growth and development as a man. I was stopping my own growth as a man because, see, I was doing what I thought I should do as a man. But when you give it over to God, see, God has a much better plan for you than you can ever have for yourself. And God knows a better way, far better than the one you know. I I want you to believe that, man. You got to understand that part of it. And, And that's the part that I finally got through my head to let God do it his way and to show me a better way. And to teach me a better way and expose to me a better way. And when I opened up my mind to what God was talking about 
I began to see things totally differently and things started coming to me totally differently. If you've been a friend of mine or a fan of mine over the years, I mean, you've had to see it, the change. You've had to see the difference. I mean, and I and I acknowledge that every chance I get because I promised God I would. And I hope that I'm not falling short in that category. But then again, if I told it all day long what he done for me, I still wouldn't have enough time to really explain thoroughly what he's done for me because it's such a continuous growth in me. But now, that's not to say that I'm finished or I'm done or I'm complete because I'm still short. (laughs) And that's the cold thing about it, man. See, no matter how good you get at it, you ain't going to ever be the best you can be. You're just not because you're going to fall short. You can't be him. You can strive for perfection. I hear people saying it all the time. I applaud you for saying you want to be perfect, but you ain't. And you can't. And you're not. And you aren't. And you won't. And you will not. So you quit saying it. You quit saying it to me. Quit saying it to other people. I'm seeking a life of perfection. But it's something that you cannot have because he said you can't do it. But that's what he there for. He there for the moments when you stumble and you fall. And you're going to stumble and fall. So you got to get that part right, man. The stumbling and falling part is coming. But see, you get God in your life and it helps you so that you don't stumble, fall, wallow, roll over, lay there, languish. That's what God is for. So when you stumble and fall, you get back up because you're going to make mistakes. You're going to get it wrong. You're going to come under attack. You're going to be lied about. You are going to be falsely accused. That's going to happen to you the moment you make a decision to do better. The moment you try to be more, the moment you try to get it right, the devil got to send his attackers, man, and he controls certain people. He just got people that's on his side 24-7. You know them, too. You've all met one or two of them in your life. They just busy with the business of nothingness. They just busy about the the destruction of others. You said, I know them. You know them. They coming. But here's what you got to hold fast to. They can't take away nothing from you that God gave you. They didn't make you. See, people who claim to have made you, if they so in the make you business, why don't they make they sell? Or if they ain't with you no more and they so busy in them, I made you business, why don't they make somebody else? Since since you want to get credit for making somebody, make yourself. If you're responsible for someone else's success, then you should easily be able to take claim and be responsible for your own success. See, be careful of that. And don't, and, and don't, don't change your course because somebody is attacking you with that. You keep doing what you're doing. I just hope, man, that I'm giving it to God the way I said I would give it to him, that I would unload every chance I got that I was supposed to without being, you know, oh, here he come again. You know, I try not to be that. But, man, I don't know what else to be for the first 12 minutes of my show. What else you want me to say? I got four hours. I can't give God 12, 12 minutes, man. I mean, for real, Steve? Come on, man. I mean, let's look at this right here. It's like, uh, for example, it's like detoxing your body, which is one of the most healthy things you can do for your body, is to detox your system and clean out the pipes and the liver and the blood and get it all together, give your kidneys a break and all like this. Okay, right? Okay, 
But to detox it properly, it takes 21 days, right? And I hear a lot of people talking about, ah, 21 days, I ain't got, but see, hold up, man. If the 21 days out of 360 days a year, you ain't got 21 to straighten yourself out. You ain't got 21 days to give yourself a better shot at health. I mean, that that's crazy to me once you wrap your mind around it. See, and so, like, if you give an honor to God just 12 minutes out the day, dog, he gave you 24 hours of luxury and life and breath and hope and promise. You ain't got 12 minutes to give him out the day? That don't make no sense. What an exchange. What a wonderful life God has given me in exchange for so small of effort that I put forth. Don't let the effort you got to put forth to God seem so daunting that you don't attempt to do it because, man, it seems like a lot. It ain't nothing compared to what he be giving us for real. So if you want a real life, you want a real shot at what you can be, what you can have, what you can own, what you can become, who you really are, go to God. Let him fix you, man. That's all. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people from all around the world, this is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We're starting off right now in a rather reserved tone. It will change right after this. What's up, man? So, go on. Tell, <laughs> right I'm going to tell you how ignorant this joke finna do. What's up, Tommy? Yeah, top of the morning. Start off with the food. Yes, sir. What's up, Junior? Wonder love. Ha, <laughs> <laughs> ha. You saw him in I Vegas, I saw him in Vegas, too. Yeah. Boy, I let him out. What love was in there talking <laughs> big smack? Warn my ties, though. Yeah, he did. Warn my ties. This is dedication. Hello, Carly. Hello, Steve. Happy Valentine's Day to the crew. Wonderful, mm. wonderful. Sherlyn. Hello. Sherlyn. Carly and Sherlyn. <laughs> hey, Never. Steve. Good morning. Happy Valentine's Day. Love you guys. Well, today is our uh, own and cracking. It's a big day today, fellas. Uh, all the gentlemen out there. Mm-hmm. Hope you've made the necessary plans. If you haven't, it's not too late. It's still early, fellas. You can do something to get yourself some points. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. fellas, yeah. get your points up. Junior, did you do anything today? Uh, for who? <laughs> your Valentine. Yes. <laughs> for who? Your sweetie. I'm so sorry. <laughs> what I'm happened? I'm so sorry to start off this Valentine's Day with this boy. Just tell us what you did first. For who? <laughs> Maybe he'll get an idea. <laughs> for your boo, dude. Yeah, for your bae. <laughs> gotta have that. Oh, you gotta, don't have that. Oh, you don't have them? Yeah. Really don't appreciate y'all oh, bringing wait. it up. <laughs> oh, ladies, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Shirley, yeah. what are you expecting today? Oh, What's your expectations of today? Uh, At the very least, some beautiful flowers, of course. Some beautiful flowers. I get those a lot, but... I, I love beautiful flowers, so at the very least, flowers, and probably a nice dinner, and, and and that's it. I mean, it's Valentine's Day. I'm cool with that. Flowers and a beautiful dinner, nice romantic mm-hmm. dinner. Carla, what are you expecting? Oh, today? and some shoes. Sorry, shoes. I <laughs> get in there. Hell yeah! Come on, Cheryl. Yes. Okay, so flowers, my husband, he's very romantic when it comes to Valentine's Day, birthdays, and all that. So flowers, dinner, and then Friday we'll probably have a date night and go out to the movies and do it up for the weekend. It's kind of hard with Valentine's Day. Y'all going to see Black Panther? 
Yeah, I want to see it. Black Panther. <laughs> say, say it, Steve. Why you playing, Steve? Say it again, <laughs> Steve. I love the way Black you said it. Black Panther. Yeah. With an F. Yeah. Panther. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. That's all. Most people I know, that's the movie they going to see. Uh, yeah. They're going to see exactly. Black Panther. For the weekend. Yeah. That's it, Steve. Mm-hmm. My man lays it out all the time, though. Okay. Well, Sometimes. As it should be. Yeah. What about okay. you guys? Well, well we got to hear about, about, yeah, we, yeah, they probably have a lot, especially Steve, and you know Tommy has something. Well, see, men got to come to the game. We got to go to the plate. Yeah, Steve is so brilliant. We're going to start with Tommy because Tommy is at another economic level, so we're going to. Start with Tommy and let y'all see how it's supposed to go. Bring it. Coming up next, Thomas Miles. (laughs) Him? (laughs) We'll be back at 32 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, Steve, we have a brand new affiliate. We got to give some love to B96.9 R&B and Old School in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Fort Wayne, Indiana. Fort Wayne, Indiana. Fort Wayne. Mm-hmm. You already know I got some Fort Wayne, Indiana story. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know I'm the only one on this show that's been everywhere. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Yeah. First this of all, true. let me hip you to Fort Wayne, what I know about Fort Wayne. Okay. Fort Wayne is the only city in the continental U.S. that does not follow daylight saving times at any point in time. It's the only city that don't move their clock. They period. never change? They don't move it. Oh, I want to live there. I hate they don't daylight move. savings time. <laughs> I don't like daylight savings time. That's good. They don't. That one city. You, yeah, you I never come, knew that. Boy, you can come straight out of Springfield, Ohio, mm. on 70, cross right on into Fort Wayne, and I don't give a damn what time you thought it was. <laughs> you need to redo it. <laughs> well, welcome, welcome, welcome. You need to wow. Let me tell you another story about Fort, Fort Wayne, Wayne, Indiana. Fort Wayne, what? Indiana is the home of Kevin Ferguson's Snickers Bar. The first TV show I ever did in my life was called Night Shift. Mm -hmm. Night Shift with Kevin Ferguson. Snickers Comedy Bar is still there, and it was booked by a longtime woman named Elaine Steffick. Elaine Steffick introduced me to Tim Allen. Tim Allen. Uh She used to book Tim Allen down at the Bijou Comedy Club, and she booked me down there first time, and Tim Allen requested me thereafter. And that began my road tour with the first big headliner, nationally known, Tim Allen, handyman, home improvement. Yeah. Go ahead, boy. Ladies and gentlemen, Fort Wayne, Indiana. In the building. One last Fort Wayne story. Come on. The (laughs) sickest I've ever been in my stage life happened one night before performing at Snickers Comedy Bar. Snickers Comedy Bar, I was backstage just throwing up, man. Aw. They said, man, you ain't going to make it. Huh. I haven't got paid yet. <laughs> I must make it. <laughs> I went out there and did 50 hellified hysterical minutes. Mm-hmm. Walked off stage, went right back to throwing up. Wow. Fort Wayne, Indiana. Snickers Comedy Bar. Kevin Ferguson's night shift. And the legend begins. Ladies and gentlemen, Fort Wayne, Indiana. Welcome, B96.9 R&B and Old School. <laughs> what up, y'all? Top, top. Happy I'll to do, have I'll you. I'll do another Fort Wayne story later on. That's a true story, too. Okay. All right. Yeah, I cool. just go there all the time. Well, today is Valentine's Day, Steve, and we wanted to find out what the guys, what you guys have planned for today and for tonight, because 
you know, you Tommy? do today right. I'm with Junior. For who? Uh-oh. What happened? Uh-oh. Don't Uh-oh. be over here with me. Tommy. Uh-oh. Hey. You have a wife. Yes. Yeah. Um, Get yeah. your nephew, Steve, please. You have a wife. If uh, you don't shut Christ? your stupid behind up who is very, very spoiled um, and who gets everything in this world. I'm tired. I started an argument last night so we couldn't even get to this mess over here. What are we talking about? Oh, you planned this. (laughs) And ain't going to make up till next Wednesday. (laughs) So strategic? What was the argument about? Yes. Now, what's after this? What do I have to worry about after this? What's after this? Easter? Mother's Day? This going to backfire on you. Tell them, Steve. (sighs) This going to backfire on you. He's crazy. You know I love her. What? (laughs) I love her. If you listen, I love you. You have to show it. Yeah, it's a verb. God, it's action, action, Mm -hmm. baby. But Hmm? after you said, right before that, you said on the air, you started an argument last night. Mm -hmm. Right before that, you said, for who? Now, if she listening, you think the fact that you said she know I love her is finna fix them two ignorant statements you made before, for who? And I start, go ahead. When you start an argument, Mm -hmm. the reason why I started is because makeup sex is the best sex. But you can't get to it unless you got an argument. Okay, okay, let me ask you a question. Sure. I'm killing two birds and one stone. What was the argument about? (laughs) See, Shirley, that's irrelevant. Great sex, and I ain't got to buy nothing. Who don't like this here? I I don't. I'm sure your wife doesn't. First of all, this is is going to backfire. Because let me ask you a question, Thomas. Have you ever, ever won an argument with this woman? Never. Okay. It ain't about winning. So the one you started last <laughs> night, mm-hmm. how, and the outcome of that you expect to be what and when? Next Wednesday. We ain't speaking to each other right now. How stupid is he? I'm, I'm telling oh you. I, this is <laughs> me who has nobody wants somebody. No, Jesus. we talking about roses. It's roses all out in that front yard. There's plenty of roses out there. Wow. When you, when she pull in and pull out roses, roses everywhere, mm. azaleas. Mm. A dream. Mm-hmm. Steve, he gonna be in divorce court. You better yeah. talk to him. No, yeah. we good. No, this logic ain't working. This no, ain't take it from us. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> well, y'all live y'all life differently. <laughs> Just, uh, hopefully. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely the total opposite. Uh, yes. Yeah. Wow. So you start an argument right the day before a holiday. Yeah. Actually, I started Ooh. brewing it Monday. Wow. I kicked it in Tuesday. You wow. so stupid. It's full blown Tuesday night. Wednesday Last night. today. Last night. We yeah. ain't talking. I kind of blame this on you though, Steve. Wow. Hmm. Really? Yeah, because he's your nephew. Yeah. Really? You're, you think for one minute that I'm a bad responsibility for <laughs> you this helped, boy? You helped raise him. You know. I, I failed. <laughs> <laughs> you cool with it. Yeah. You can admit it. Yeah. He, he can't win them all. <laughs> I failed. Miserably. <laughs> so, now, and I've been admitted to this. I admitted to this failure when he was 25. Mm-hmm. I failed. And I've not bore responsibility for this boy since then. All right, well. Since 25 years, I already know. 
Well, somebody huh. has to take responsibility. Now, All right. How about him? The, the nephew's coming up with Run That Prank Back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann will be here with today's national news on this Valentine's Day. But right and, now. Uh, before you get to Run the Prank Back, I uh, just want to say. On Valentine, on this Valentine's Day, yes. that Steve Harvey is all in. What does that mean, Steve? In. Oh, I done laid her out today. Aw. I done laid her out. That's so romantic. While I'm at work this morning, mm-hmm. a van will be pulling up at the house. Mm. All of her favorites will be displayed throughout the house. Aw. So while she's uh, getting ready for lunch today, which is going to be she don't know, but something spectacular. It will not be at the house. But the whole house will be in orchids, birds of paradise, oh. and tulips. Wow. Beautiful, Those are three Steve. of the most beautiful flowers on the Birds planet. of what? Paradise. <laughs> <laughs> what, what? Okay. So you bought us some birds? <laughs> They're birds flowers. of paradise. It's a flower food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're so uh. pretty. And with the orchids oh, and tulips, oh my Ooh, goodness. That's then this so afternoon, pretty. I've asked her to flowers. be ready by 12. Mm-hmm. That's when I leave work and go pick her up. Aww. Okay. I'm with you. Come on. So for lunch, mm-hmm. she don't know none of this, but I have a suite. With an Y'all got a house. It's called is above and beyond, stupid. You're not learning anything from any of this. I'm learning week. he's spending excess money when he's got an incredible home. Wow. Wow. Don't worry about it. Uh, he going to be in a suite this tonight. Don't worry about it. <laughs> By himself? By himself. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead, Uncle. Go ahead. So, mm-hmm. do you want me to finish or you going to go yeah. and play this prank? No, yeah, we got to play, no, go play the prank. We got to play the prank. We got to play the prank. Come on, All right, nephew, what uh, is it? let you do think. something right today. The draws at the retirement home. Lord, there it is. I do that right. Draws at the retirement home. Jesus. Ooh, that's what Come I'm back. Huh? I want to hear more about this grandeur Valentine. Grandiose. <laughs> same <laughs> thing. What he say? Grandeur and grandiose <laughs> is the same thing. Hello? Yo. Oh, uh, yeah, who's this? Who is this? This is attorney David. David who? Uh-huh. All right, this is Anthony. Anthony, I was giving you a call. You used to work at the uh, uh, senior center, am I right? Yes. Okay, we got a bit of a problem here. Uh, are you familiar with Miss? Miss. Yes. Yes. Older lady, that that, that uh, a Caucasian lady that's here at the center. Yes. Okay, now we got a problem. I know you retired in. Uh, in December, but uh, there's cleaning out her room, cleaning up her room. There's been some uh, men's underwear found here, and she's saying that it's yours. Well, then you got a f- problem because I, I don't know where the lady lives at. No, here here at the center, sir. They're claiming well, that. Then at the center, you find the ladies of men underwear said it was mine or whoever and whatever and whatever. Now I don't waste my time with that. If you gonna call somebody, call somebody, get it straightened out. But don't waste my time with you. Have a nice day. Wait just a minute, sir. I don't wanna have to I don't wanna have to get officials to come down there.
Hello? Yes, sir, Mr. It's just, it's, it's turn. Listen, I don't want I, want, I want to try to do this without your wife finding out, but we need, I got a few questions I need to ask. You, tell your wife to pop it, you, man. Don't mess with me. You're wasting my time. Come on. <laughs> Call it back, dog. This is Doris. Please enjoy the music until I answer your call. That's right. Hello? Doris, it's time. Yes. Boy, he didn't cuss us out, but he keep hanging up. So, uh-huh. so I need I need you to help me out. I want you to um, call from your phone uh-huh. and put us on three-way and say, hey, you need to talk to these people. Okay. Hello? Hello? This is Doris. Tony's right here. Um, I told him about the situation with so I just want him to clear it up so you can stop calling him, okay? Yes, I, 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 this is a, attorney David Is he available where I can speak with him? Sure. Hold on a second. Attorney David. Hey, who? Hello. Hello, Mr. Uh, Tony, Anthony? Yeah? Could you possibly tell me what's going on, uh, why we would find your, your underwear in Miss F***'s, uh, in her room? <laughs> How you know it wasn't your underwear? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, sir? I say, how I know it ain't your underwear? Sir, I don't, I didn't work here. The young, the lady is saying that it's actually your underwear that's been in her room here at the retirement home. Well, man, you got the wrong one. Well, this is a bad time to be messing with me. And where is you at anyway? Sir, I'm down here at my office right now. And where your office at? Do you need to come and see me? Yeah, I need to come see you. Where your office at? What seems to be the situation? Because I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting a hostile. Uh, you're sounding very hostile right now, sir. Yeah, well, I'm a hostile individual. Okay. You well, calling me something about some old, old lady? You go call me about somebody. Call me something about one of you. Say yo, yeah. Sir, you're gonna watch your tone and you're gonna talk to me like you got some sense. Man, I ain't got to watch nothing. I'm an old man. I ain't got to do but die. I don't even pay taxes. What you want? Uh, you want to do something, you go ahead and only do it. But don't be calling my number no more. Okay. Well, I want to tell you this, sir. Yes? This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You have been prank phone call by your girl that's standing right there with you, Doris. You know what? I would have kicked both of y'all. <laughs> Why you do that, Tommy? <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you, man? <laughs> New York City, man. Oh, New York. Well, you get a chance when you're going back to Philly, you stop through Trenton. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me holler at you for real. <laughs> hey, put your picture on TV so I see what, know what you look like next time I see you. <laughs> oh, oh man. Dude, you got, you got <laughs> it, but you must don't know this woman. You got the wrong one. You, you should have had somebody else. <laughs> it ain't going to work. <laughs> Hey, I gotta ask you one more thing, Mr. Anthony. What is the baddest radio show in the land, man? Man, you know what it is. See you every morning, show. <laughs> <Yeah>? <laughs> All right, peace, man. There it is. Draws at the retirement home. You can get my latest CD, uh, Won't He Do It, at Walmart right now. It'll help you laugh through the good times, through the bad times. 
draws at the retirement home. You can get more of my stupid if you walk right in Walmart <laughs> and tell them I'm looking for stupid Tommy section. They will send you over where the CDs are, and you will get a CD call. Won't he do it? And yes, I will. I'm pranking church people. And you want to get this. You want this in your car. You want this in your home. You want to download. You want to have it everywhere you go because I'll do it. Won't I do it? Yes, I will. Prank CDs on sale right now in Walmart. I will do it. Matter of fact, go to thomasmiles.com and leave me who you want me to prank. I will prank them. thomasmiles.com. All right. I'm on sale. Yeah, I'm Thank you, nephew. All right. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is going to be here with today's national news. And we'll have our Winter Olympics report, Steve, so get ready. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Uh, Steve, we still want to hear part two of your uh, romantic day for your wife today. But before we get to that, it is time for our Winter Olympics report We all know about the endorsement deals Olympians get for winning gold. But did you know the United States Olympic Committee gives athletes a cash prize for each winning medal? I didn't know that. Uh, Each gold medal earns an athlete about 37 grand. Silver gets 22,500 and bronze gets 15,000. All right, Steve. so, So can you explain curling again, please? What is it now? Shuffleboard. Tommy says it's like shuffleboard on ice. Is that pretty close? I look at it differently. How do well, you, you played it, it before, yeah. right? Did it's you a circle. It? Yeah, I've actually played it. I like it. It's a circle. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's on ice. You have to wear these pads on your shoes to help you not slip so much. Oh, okay. So it's not ice skates. Okay. It starts with the lunge-like glide, similar to the way I leave my house in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> you do all that to get in the car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how cool people look when they leave the house. Yeah. <laughs> so I just ease out the door. Mm-hmm. Now, it doesn't require a hard-throwing motion. It requires a glide slide with a very soft release aimed at the circle. Mm. Oh, man. Oh. As the stone... Mm-hmm. Is perusing. Your job is to guide the people out there. That's what they call sweeping. Okay. And you yell instructions if you want them to sweep. (laughs) Harder, left, right, softer. Hard! Hard! Oh, that's what they're saying. saying. I didn't know what they were saying. Hard! Hard! What's that? Hard. Oh, hard. That means you got to really, really brush down it. Yeah, to create more speed. they're from London. Okay. (laughs) Any black people doing this on? Some. Yeah, I was. Really? (laughs) (laughs) I was the only black person out there that day. Okay, let me let me ask let me ask this question. I damn sure ain't seen the Nigerian uh, stone curling team. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it could happen. Bobsledding, it could happen. The sport you told me about, where the, the, the they lay down on their back and they shoot this through this Loosh. whole course. Is what a, is what is Loosh. the strategy yeah. of that? Once they push off, what's what makes you go faster? Somebody got an injury. Hell, that damn ice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, but, but but what makes you get faster than the other person? That's what I don't understand. What are you doing? Are you leaning a certain way? I don't. Yeah, I don't see you what they you do. ride the course faster than somebody else. The object Your is to stay weight. in the middle, Tommy. 
right, right. You got to come out and bank curves without scraping against them sides. You scrape against the sides, you lose time. And don't you have to oh. lift your head up a little bit, Steve, so you can see where you're going? Well, Shirley, you don't want to just lay back and enjoy yeah. the damn ride. You know, just you lay back. Your up. Shirley, yeah. what is you doing? You looking back where you just came from? I'm chilling. Hell yeah, you better look down there and throw your ass up in them stands somewhere. Yeah. Ain't you supposed to lift your head and look yeah. down there? Ain't nobody just throwing ass down that track. Just asking. Shirley, Shirley, you're going to have to ask more athletic questions. This ain't a widow want to land. <laughs> So we don't want to land right. Lying on there. to breathe. Yeah. <laughs> you better look up. If you don't um, look up and that curve come and you ain't sitting in okay. it, <laughs> they ain't finna sling your ass up into North Woo. Korea someday. And you way. don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Miss Ann is here with more of today's headlines. trying to headlines. get your ass out them stands with them Koreans. <laughs> get your life back together. <laughs> Introduce Miss Ann, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess we should. Everybody head up. Here she comes. Heads up, everybody. <laughs> Heads up. He's just enjoying the ride. Slung off into Korea. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, she's here, Miss Ann Tripp. Okay, thank you very much, everybody. This is Ann Tripp. Yes, I am here. Top intelligence officials are issuing a warning to the nation's lawmakers. Get up. Listen to this, everybody. They believe that the Russians and the North Koreans are gearing up to interfere in this year's midterm elections. National Intelligence Director Dan Coates says the threat is real. With respect to Russian influence efforts, let me be clear. The Russians utilize this tool because it's relatively cheap. It's low risk. It offers what they perceive as plausible deniability and is proven to be effective. Intelligence officials have already concluded that the Russians meddled in our last presidential election. And now, with questions still swirling about how the now former White House Staff Secretary, Rob Porter, and how he uh, served the Trump administration with not one but two ex-wives saying that he was physically abusive, the head of the FBI, Christopher Wray, is contradicting the story that the White House has been putting out, that the FBI's background check of Porter was still in the process of being completed. The FBI director has told the Senate committee that the agency's report on Porter was completed last July. Soon thereafter, we received requests for follow-up, and we did the follow-up uh, and provided that information in November, and then we administratively closed the file in January. The Trump White House claims that they didn't know about the domestic violence allegations for sure until last week and that as soon as they did, they did the right thing. Israeli police are reportedly recommending that uh, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu be charged with bribery and corruption in two uh, cases. The Israeli media is saying, though, it's up to that country's attorney general to decide whether or not to indict him. Netanyahu insists on his innocence. Two members of uh, Congress, two New York members, say that the Trump administration has told hundreds of Puerto Rican families evacuated to hotels after Hurricane Maria, that they have to go back to their homes or find someone else to live after today. Neri Velasquez and Jose Serrano say that uh, about 200 families have to go, and they're asking the government to extend that hotel program to at least June 1st. And yesterday is Frederick Douglass Day, Ash Wednesday, and Smooches for Everyone Day. Okay, my smooches are kind of funny. We're back with more entertainment in today's trending topics at 20 minutes after the hour on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Former White House aide and reality TV star Amorosa once again spoke up about President Trump in the White House. You know she's on that show Celebrity Big Brother. I don't know if you guys had a chance to see it, but during the episode, yeah, Amorosa warned that those hoping for Donald Trump's impeachment 
Ah, uh, you better think twice about that, she says, because Vice President Mike Pence is what she calls scary. Take a listen. Can I just say this? As bad as y'all think Trump is, you would be worried about Pence. I'm just going to oh, say oh, that. I, I know. So everybody that's wishing for impeachment no, 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 no. might want to yeah. reconsider their life. Absolutely. <laughs> we would be begging for days of Trump back if Pence became president. That's all I'm saying. He's extreme. I'm Christian. I love Jesus. But he thinks Jesus tells him to say things. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus ain't say that. I wish Obama days back. Well, that's the first thing she said that's true. <laughs> I agree with that. You but I've said that. that on the show, though. Yeah, you have. Yeah, you have. I heard you say that about, yeah, Mike Pence, yeah. Uh, also, while talking to other cast members in the House, Omarosa claimed that Trump's administration crackdowns on immigrants are going to get worse. Check this out. Barack Obama's administration said, if you sign up and basically out yourself that you're here illegally, Register. we'll protect you. As a result, all these people signed up, outed their families, their children, people who were in hiding. Then Donald Trump got in and was like, yeah, that was his little executive order. And now that someone else is in charge, is that going, well, look at this registry. Now we know where you are. We can find you. But guess what? The crackdowns are happening, and they're aggressive, <laughs> and they're intentional, and they're going to get worse. Wow. You know, it, it's just weird them talking about politics, period, on these reality shows now. It's just mm -hmm. kind of strange, yeah, especially to this degree. I'm surprised she can say as much as she can say. Get well, away with know, all of this. That's because why politics yeah. has changed. The election of President Trump has changed the game. Yeah. Because, because it's a new landscape now. Mm -hmm. It's never been done this way. First of all, no president has ever tweeted. Mm -hmm. No president has outwardly said the things he said and been allowed to get away with it because like Van Jones said, people are trying to make this out as normal. Mm -hmm. This is not normal. It's abnormal. He has drained the swamp as he promised it, but he has filled it with new creatures <laughs> that we have never seen before. <sighs> and so what she's saying is true. All of these people who signed up, he going down this list. He going to get to, did you hear about that doctor? That he was uh, studying medicine or something, got a family over here. They done took him. Oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah, happened some, that. yeah, a while ago, yeah. Yeah, snatched mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Man. Yeah. He's been up, a citizen man. all this time, and he's a yep. doctor. Yep, yep. All right, uh, coming up next, uh, more of this craziness right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Valentine's Day, as we've established, and it just is Valentine's Day. Love, 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 love. And uh, it's also Ash Wednesday today, Steve, and we want to um, do a version of Ask Steve. Okay, let's go. Mm -hmm. I got a question, Let's see, Steve. yeah. What? Yes, ma'am. Okay, love is fill in the blank. Love is, can I give a description of it? Yeah, but, whatever okay. you want, your answer. I think that real love is all-encompassing, meaning it takes everything into consideration. A person's uh, qualities, a person's flaws, the good points, the bad points, the positive, the negatives. I think real love is all-encompassing. If you're really in love with somebody, you become tolerant and you try to work through the differences that you have and you try to... Uh, understand the flaws of your partner because everybody got them. Everybody mm -hmm. got them. 
Yeah. And so I think real love is encompassing of it all. You have the ability to try to be understanding and work with, and then the things you can tolerate, you tolerate. The things you can't, you put it on the table and see if y'all can't come to some type of compromise. Okay. Mm. All right. I like that. Yeah, Thank that you. was wisdom. Uh-huh. Yeah. Some wisdom. You've been there. That was nice. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Steve. Mm-hmm. Profound. Well, y'all want the other side of it? Tommy, <laughs> love is filling the blank. <laughs> Love is what you tell somebody when you're trying to get something particular. That's what love is. A lot of people say it and don't mean it. It's just something you say. Say it so you can get what you're trying to get. That's what love is. Just say it. Can I ask you another question, Tommy? (laughs) Go ahead. Who do you love more than anybody else? Oh, I know what this is. Who I love more than anybody? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Myself. I I knew that. (laughs) That was so easy. I don't love nobody more than I love me. I love me some me. I ain't never get in the way of me. Why I'm gonna love somebody more than I love me? Why would I? Why would I, just I asked you do that? Who to, was. You don't have to. It's me. It's yeah, we get it. Yeah. Put you first, uh-huh. huh, Tommy? Why am I not gonna love me first? That's just like when presidents go vote. They vote for themselves. <laughs> they don't vote for the other person, huh, Tommy? No, you don't vote for the other person. That's stupid. Man, love you. <laughs> <laughs> On this Valentine's Day. <laughs> Attitude. Any more questions? <laughs> Just okay. let, me, let me recover from that. No, nah, that uh, you don't even have to recover. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's talk about commitment, Steve. What's the difference between love and commitment? Well, you can love a person and not be committed to them. Mm-hmm. That, that's done all the time. That's the uh, the commitment is you has to be from your standpoint. The commitment has to be come from your standpoint. What you're willing to give another person, and how you really value yourself, and not only yourself but what you have with the other person, that produces a stronger level of commitment, and it puts it at a higher risk value. You take less risk. You're more committed when you when you when you really involved and you don't want to lose what you have. Your your commitment increases, but you can't love a person and not be committed to them. Though. Can, let's ask real question. Can you love three people? Yes, you can, Tommy. Thank you, thank you. Is it beneficial? I knew it. Not Ooh, I knew it. Uh-huh. And you will get busted, and you will have to pay. All right, uh, more from Steve when we come back. We're going to have his do's and don'ts for Valentine's Day. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's today's Strawberry Letter. But up next, Fort Wayne, Indiana, nephew Tommy is here. That's him right there uh, with today's prank phone call. That's me. You ready? nephew. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. I'm giving up your wife for Lent. See, right there. (laughs) Sorry, Fort Wayne, but, you know. What? (laughs) Ain't you supposed to give up something for Lent? Yes, it I'm is Ash up. Wednesday today. Uh-huh. Thank you. Val- I'm Val- giving Val- up your wife for Lent. It's wow. Ash Wednesday today? Yes. yes. Ash. 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 Ash Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. We'll talk about it. It's an H on there. He has a it's story a about that, too. You oh, know he does. Yes, he does. Oh, we got to get up. I love that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> it's one of the best. Let's run it. It's one of the best ass well, you done <laughs> Giving up your wife for Lent. Here it is. Hello. 
Hey, I'm trying to reach Dorsey. Yeah, this is he. Who is this? This Cliff, man. I work at the post office with your wife. How you doing, brother? I'm doing all right. Everything cool? Yeah, everything good, man. Everything good. Um, like I say, uh, my name is Cliff, man. I wanted to reach out and holler at you about a couple things if you, if you got a minute. You got a minute? Yeah, is everything all right with my wife? Is something wrong or something? No, 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 no. Your wife good, man. Your wife good. I wanted to hit you up, man. We've been working at the post office quite a while. We've probably been in the same room a few times, man. I don't know if you, you remember meeting me or not, but... Uh, oh, okay, okay. But what I wanted to say, man, is is uh, trying to do better with my life, dog. And, you know, just just trying to do better. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, for for Lent, man, I, I gave up a few things. You know what I'm saying? I, I just thought that would be a, a, a good thing, man, to try to... The, the things that matter the most... Uh, that you're addicted to, you know, you want to get rid of. You know what I'm saying? At least for Lent is what I'm trying to do. You feel me? Okay, I'm kind of confused, but what that what they got to do with me? Well, basically, man, I'm 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 giving up for Lent. You know, I decided to give up uh, messing around with your wife. You know, because because whoa 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 whoa, whoa. hold on man hold on man I'm at work. I don't know what you talking about, but back up and rephrase everything you just said. Well, like I say, man, for Lent, I'm trying to I'm trying to give up stuff that I'm that I'm addicted to, you know. And I decided. Okay, but what's that got to do with me and my wife, though, and you? Well, that's what I'm trying to tell you, man. I'm trying to give up messing around with your wife for Lent. I mean, that's what I have given up. I've given up messing around with your wife for Lent. Man, what? The Talking about man messing around with my wife, man. I ain't got no time for no games right now. Who the is this, man? Like I what's say, your, what's, your, what's your name again? This is Cliff, man. I wor- I actually worked with her for the last ten, twelve years. But but what I wanted to really let you know is, you know, her schedule probably gonna change because what we used to be doing, we ain't doing. So she probably gonna be coming home a little bit earlier or things like that. But I don't, I don't want you getting addicted to it, cause you know after Lynn is over, then you know we'll be back what we used to do. Man, what? The- is you talking about, man? Hold on, my, my wife's gonna be home in a minute. We're gonna talk about all this shit with me, man. I'm about to. Hold on, what? What? Are you? Are you in the city right now? Can I? Can I meet with you right now, Cliff? Right? Okay. Okay. But what I'm, what I'm trying to say, well, like you I'm know, saying, I'm trying to do better. You know, I'm, I gave up. You trying to do little... better? That sound like a bunch of to me. I got something for you and my wife. This is true. Okay. Okay. Okay, man. I mean, ain't you feeling me? Though I'm trying to do better though. I ain't feeling the. Thing. You calling me, telling me my wife? I think we need to meet up and talk about this face to face, Cliff. Oh, what you think? I mean, we we talk right now. If you want to have a conversation, nah, nah, nah. You just uh, tell me your address, and uh, me and my wife finna just come on over there. How about that? And we we all sit down and have a little powwow. I don't know who think you is, man, but me and my wife been together over fifteen years, and we ain't never had no problems with no like this, like the you telling me on this phone it sounds like a bunch of crazy to me but somebody net gonna today if this is true so what you need to do you need to tell me your name your number and i don't know why you call from this block phone number you hear me hey man i'm hearing you man I, what i'm saying the reason for the call was to let you know you know don't get used to her schedule because after lent it's gonna be back to the way it used to be that's all the phone calls. man what the is you talking about well, get no, nah, no. Nah, well, what's your, what's your, what's your, what's your last name, Cliff? I'm finna come find you. I'm finna come see you now, Jack. My name is Cliff. Like I say, I work at the, Cliff. And I work at the post office with. So okay, well, how come you call from a block number, Cliff? 
What's your phone number, man? Hey, 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 man, listen. I'm not trying to have no confrontation with you, man. It's already a confrontation. You can call my phone from a block number. I don't know you. You don't know me. And you telling me you been my wife. Are you serious? Did you know she was married? Well, I mean, what you mean? Did you know she was married? Yes or no? I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, I knew she was married. Okay, well, there it is. You knew that from the jump, so that means you've been disrespecting me from the jump. So now I got to get in your now. You just been told off on yourself. So irregardless, I'm coming to see you today, Jack. Hey, and, and my name ain't Jack, man. My name Cliff. But you're not. Hey, I'm not. Okay, finna well, look here, like Cliff. I, said, I don't have no. Huh? I'm not trying to have no confrontation. I just wanted you to be aware of the schedule. Yeah. Okay. I'm definitely aware now, Cliff. Who the hell is you, hey, man? Hey, man. Another thing, man. Cliff, I want to say this here. Like I, I know, I know your tattoo on uh, your name on her lower back. I seen that. Uh, it say Dorsey what? right there. Whoa, 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 whoa! Hold on, hold on, man. You telling me you didn't seen the tattoo on her back? Is that what you telling on, me? On her lower back, man. Right, 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 right on above her tailbone. Yeah, I seen it. Dorsey, your name Dorsey, right? Man, who the f is this, man? What's your real name? Hey man, hey dog, calm down, man. Are you are you cool with the now, schedule change? Calm down. You call my phone. Are you cool with the schedule changing? Is what I'm asking. What? Are you cool with her schedule changing? You see what I'm saying? Her schedule gonna come back to normal once Lent is over with. I gave up messing around with her for Lent, man, but not for him. I'm not cool with a thing. I'm about to be cool in your face in a minute. Now tell me your name, tell me your number, and your real address, and we're going to talk about all this in person. Okay. All right. What, what, my name... What's your name? My, uh, I'm a, my name Tommy, man. Okay. Now we're getting somewhere. Tommy what? I mean, I mean, why you need my last name? Because I'm finna come see you. What you mean why I need your last name? Hold on. Hold on. Somebody get Angie on the phone. Hey. Hold on. Don't go nowhere. We finna get Angie on the phone right now, and we gonna settle this right now. Hold on. Get on the phone. Call her. Call her. For real. Yeah. Tommy who? What you scared of? Okay, man. They call me Nephew Tommy. Oh, who? My name Nephew Tommy <laughs> from Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> what? Oh. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> set me up, man. Man, your wife got me to prank call you, man. She texted you, said, I left, I just left the house. Call him now. Uh, that's why ain't answering the phone. <laughs> it was over for you, man. Y'all, come on, man. Y'all wrong for this, man. This need to be against the law, man. Hey, man, I gotta ask you, baby, what's the baddest radio show in the land, man? The Steve Harvey Morning Show, I guess. <laughs> There come a time, you know, where you're supposed to give up something around this time of the year. Wow. And, and, and wow. What? Someone else's some life. We, if, if, if you've been holding on to that, sure, let something go. Now, after this, now, you know. Just tell how us long where we to get to your do CDs. This? Just tell after us. After Lenten where. season, yeah. you, you back? You know, Is that what you're one time back coming. over there. Huh? <laughs> one time, I'm sorry, my bad ain't going to be in time. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Keith. <laughs> yeah, you tell just him. Gonna get it out in time. <laughs> <laughs> where can we get your CDs quickly, Tommy? Walmart. Get them in Walmart. Won't he do it? Prank CD is on sale right now. I'm pranking church people. You can get your very own copy in Walmart. If they don't have it, tell them to order some more because the nephew is selling prank CDs. Mm. So see there, Fort Wayne. You owe somebody twenty percent. <laughs> Who do I owe twenty percent? 
Well, you only owe the Lord 10%, but... All right, coming up at the top of the hour, today's Strawberry Letter. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Happy Valentine's, everyone. And as we just mentioned, of course, it's also Ash Wednesday, Steve. Uh, right before we get to the Strawberry Letter, we would love to hear this story. I mean... I don't know why. Because <laughs> we just love it. <laughs> Every year. <laughs> So we have new affiliates yeah, and some people we, yeah. that have never heard this story yeah. before. It's Fort one of Wayne my is yeah, it's one it, of my favorites. Fort Wayne, we just got favorite. Fort Wayne, so you know you got to tell, so they can get to know us. Steve. I worked at Ford Motor Company, <laughs> and uh, it's Ash Wednesday, which I knew nothing about. It's Ash Wednesday. Steve. That's what That's I said. You said that. I need that ad. You need that. What? So I, need that I don't know anything <laughs> about this because I'm not Catholic. <laughs> So you didn't know. I had no idea what it was. Mm -hmm. So I worked with this white dude. We was real cool at the work, at job, man. We were like best, best boys. Worked right next to each other in oil pits, oil pumps. We should put oil pumps on. Uh Uh-huh. And so, you know, that job, I just got it for it. That was kind of one of the jobs you didn't want. But me and him alternated, so we was kind of cool with each other. So he had went to lunch. I didn't know, so he came back from lunch, and I'm standing there talking, and I don't see him come up, and he fitting to relieve me. Right. And I got coveralls on. Mm. He didn't put his coveralls back on. It's my time to go to lunch, because we relieved each other. Now, he didn't, unbeknownst to me, mm-hmm. he didn't went to church on his lunch break, because he Catholic. Yeah. And, and then got the uh, ash put on his forehead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, anybody told me nothing about this. So I'm doing oil pumps. He's standing behind me, and I'm talking to the other dudes on the assembly line. He said, Harv, I'm back, man. I'm ready to go and let you go and go. I said, I'll be with you in a minute. I turn around, and I look at him, and we're talking. <laughs> and so I'm steady talking to the other dude on the other side of the line. So we started talking. He kept talking. So I pulled my rag out, the, out my back pocket and kind of <laughs> dabbed it. You know, a little yeah. bit on my tongue. Yeah. <laughs> and like went on and wiped be... that ash off his forehead. No. I thought it was all. Because we in the all, we put on all pumps. Right. So I said, my boy, my boy done got this all on his head, so I wipe it off his whole head. He's standing there, he said, oh my God. <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> and I'm standing there like, Damn, that's ungrateful. Uh, yeah. <laughs> attitude. Sitting up in here with this all on your forehead. I'm your boy. <laughs> all these girlfriends start walking by down here. You got this all on your head. He said, what did you do? <laughs> I said, man, what you tripping for, man? I just got this all off your head. He said, what's an oil? <laughs> it wasn't oil. I said, the hell it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> what you thought it was. I was looking at you can't see it. It's on your forehead. He says, Ash. <laughs> okay, Ash all. <laughs> what is on your forehead for? He said, because it's Ash Wednesday. I said, dog, what? It's Ash Wednesday. I went to the cathedral. I had a priest put this on me. Oh, God, Steve. What? <laughs> I'm so damn confused. 
It had a priest put what on you, dog? Oh, God. And it wasn't even a whole cross. <laughs> it was oh, just man. like a thumb smudge. Oh, man. Boy, that white boy explained that to me. Uh-huh. <sighs> you was done, wasn't you? The other dudes across the assembly line wasn't <laughs> yeah. the engine going by with nothing on it. Oh, man. <laughs> they they were... over there hollering. I'm talking they about stretched out. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the last time I... Wow. Yeah. Now you know. <laughs> All right, nephew, take us to the letter now. The letter, uh, ladies and gentlemen, especially uh, from Fort Wayne, it's a, uh, we invite our audience to write us letters, write uh, Steve and I letters, and we will give you advice if you have an issue, okay? And you'll check it out. Come on, tell me. There it is. Mm-hmm. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Ready for the letter? Here we go. Subject, I am a mother and a wife, sleeping? not a maid. Wake up, girl. Ready for the letter? We're waiting on you. You don't want to read? Wow. Dear Shirley and Steve, I'm hoping that you will choose this letter because at this point, I really don't know what to do. I've been married for close to nine years to a wonderful man. I have one child and another child that will be born in about two weeks. When my husband and I were dating, I did notice that he wasn't always the neatest person, but I cut him some slack because he was a bachelor and living on his own. When we got married and moved into our apartment, he would help out, but the majority of the housework fell on me. Shortly after moving into our first home, I began to repeatedly ask him for help around the house. It would usually take me acting like a lunatic before he would help, but the help would only last for about two or three weeks. Fast forward three years later, and I'm still 99% responsible for the housework. Granted, my husband does not have a regular nine-to-five like I do, but on the on his days off, I expect him to do something anything. Am I wrong for asking him to take care of the yard, do a few loads of laundry, or clean up the house if he's home all day without our child to take care of as well? When I'm off on the weekend, I get more done in five hours than he does in two full days of being off, and that's with having to take care of our child and being pregnant. One more thing. Whenever I ask him to do something that affects his family, I never ask him more than once. Please help me. What should I do? Stephen Shirley, I respect your advice and usually agree with the advice that you've given others. I'm hoping that you will give me a solution that no one else has already given me and didn't work. Signed, my name is not Florence from the Jeffersons. (laughs) (laughs) Dear Nut Florence, you just married your opposite. You're neat and he's a slob. You like to clean up and he doesn't. You've already said that he was a wonderful man. And just because he's a slob and doesn't like to clean up doesn't make him a bad person. But him not being supportive of you when you're about to deliver his baby in two weeks makes him lazy, lazy, lazy and selfish to me. Uh, he needs to get up off his butt. He needs to, um, like you said, do something, anything. You're pregnant. You shouldn't have to lift a finger to do anything. You know, he wasn't he he wasn't neat when you when you uh, were dating. You did notice that. I say, you know, call a professional maid service, Mary Maid. See if they're in your area. Okay, just call a professional maid service. You shouldn't have to do all this while you're pregnant. Come on, this man needs to step up and help you and be supportive. You're having his baby. For God's sake. 12 minutes. All All right, uh, come on, Steve. Let's get to part two of your response to to today's We'll have part two of Steve's response coming up. I'm hoping you'll chew this letter because at this point, I really don't know what to do. I've been married for close to nine years to a wonderful man. 
have one child and another one that would be born in about two weeks when my husband and I were dating. I did notice that he wasn't the neatest person, but I cut him some slack because he was a bachelor and living on his own. When we got married and moved into our apartment, he would help out, but the majority of the housework fell on me. Shortly after moving into our first home, I began to repeatedly ask him to help around the house. I would usually take me acting like a lunatic before he would help, but the help would only last for about two, three weeks. Fast forward three years later, and I'm still 99% responsible for the housework. Granted, my husband does not have a regular nine to five like I do, but on his off days, I expect him to do something, anything. Am I wrong for asking him to take care of the yard, do a few loads of laundry, or clean up the house if he's home all day? without our child to take care of as well. When I'm off on the weekends, I get more done in five hours than he does in two full days of being off. And that's with having to take care of our child and being pregnant. One more thing, whenever I ask him to do something that affects his family, I never have to ask him more than once. Please help me. What should I do? Stephen Shirley, I respect your advice and usually agree with the advice that you have given others. I'm hoping that you will give me a solution that no one else has already given me and didn't work. Sign, my name is not Florence from the Jeffersons. Well, a uh, lady that ain't Florence from the Jeffersons, <laughs> let me help you out. I think the solution is in the way you look at this letter. I think you, your situation has to be looked at a little bit different. Uh, this is not a letter about pregnancy at all. I respect the fact that you are pregnant. I love women for that ability, that God-given gift, and you are to be honored and respected and upheld for that duty that you all perform so eloquently. But this letter really ain't about your pregnancy. This letter really is about your man that you knew prior to getting married mm -hmm. was sloppy. So after you got married, see, you say, I cut him some slack because he was a bachelor and living on his own. And this was supposed to change because y'all did what? <laughs> y'all exchanged rings and vowed to live and love and richer for poor, better for worse, sickness and in health. Thus far, he is not breaking any of the vows that he committed to. <laughs> Thou shalt clean the house is not a wedding vow or a commitment of any kind. You have a wonderful man. It's just something about your man you don't like. Your man sloppy. And you want him to be neat. Well, I got news for you. You and all the ladies is having this problem. Your man ain't finna be that for you. Uh, I began to repeatedly ask him help around the house. It usually take me acting like a lunatic before he would help. Okay, so now you're snapping going off with it. He cleaned straighten up for a couple of weeks. And that ain't good for you when you're pregnant. No how. He straightened up for two weeks. Fast forward three years later, you still 99% responsible for the housework. Granted, here's the key in the letter. Granted, my husband does not have a regular nine to five like I do. Well, let's read in between those lines for a minute, folks. Does this mean that this man has a job that takes him away from the home a lot more than an eight-hour job? Is he in some type of running his own business? Is he in sales? Is he in a salaried position that requires him to be a do job until the job is through? What type of job does he have where she admits granted he does not have a nine-to-five? Meaning, he working more than eight hours. That's what I see in this letter. So when dog come home, See, the man got to plug up and get rejuvenated for the next day. He ain't finna clean up your house. Hmm. That ain't what he do. He wasn't cleaning up the house before he met you. He didn't sign up for the marriage to clean up the house now. 
Now, you want some help? Oh, everybody say get a maid service. Everybody ain't got money for no maid service. So if I was you, ma'am, so you can quit driving yourself crazy with this wonderful man you'd have who is number one, dude, taking care of the three Ps. He's professing his love for you because you know he's a wonderful man. He's providing for you because y'all in a new house. Somebody paying for it. And I bet it's got a lot to do with that man that's got that job that ain't no regular nine to five. He turning the change over and he willing to protect you. So this ain't about him cheating. This ain't about him not being there for you emotionally. All you mad about is he won't clean up the house. Mm. Now you got She's the, pregnant. The majority Come of women will be in their life <laughs> pregnant. pregnant. Well, had a baby and then let's move on. Mm. I'm just telling you what you can quit expecting from your man. Mm. The dude when she's don't, pregnant, Steve. I'm telling you the letter ain't about you. her pregnancy. What do you want the man to do because you're pregnant now? Is he taking care of the prenatal care, providing all the medicine? She shouldn't have trying to, to lift make a it finger right now. And, uh, she ain't said nothing about lifting no finger, Shirley. She don't want to do no housework. But what you cannot expect this man to do that is, is flip and be something that he ain't. He ain't finna do the housework. That ain't what he do. All right, Steve, we got to get out of here. Email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter at my girl Shirley. And please, please join me this Thursday at 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time. I'll be on Facebook for the Strawberry Letter live after show. All right, I want to see you there. Now, uh, switching gears, I don't know if you guys heard about this, but Snoop Dogg is a little upset about BET's uh, social awards over the um, snub. He did not... Uh, get any awards, Snoop Dogg. Social is, media awards. Yeah. yeah. I'm mad, too. <laughs> what you mad about? I don't know. I just want to be in something you with Snoop. You yeah. with Snoop. Just be with Snoop. <laughs> we <laughs> love yeah, Snoop. Snoop yeah, we love him. He, he's definitely not happy with BET. He took to Instagram to give the network a piece of his mind. As you know, BET held its uh, 2018 social awards to honor social media influencers. And according to the dog father, they left out the king of social media. Take a listen. How the f- y'all gonna have a BET social awards? I'm not invited and not in no categories. What the f- is going on? I'm the king of social media. When it comes to this Instagram, everybody love my page. I keep you laughing, keep you thinking, keep good music. Why the f- I ain't on the BET social awards? What's happening? Do I need to turn into that again? Go Kanye on y'all? Go snatch me an award from a mother. BET, get it together. I ain't tripping. Y'all tripping. <laughs> I love Snoop. How can you not love him? You gotta love Snoop. Yeah, I mean, he's Man, got that's like, how I be wanting to talk. <laughs> he's got like 21.6 million followers, okay? Yeah. 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 Coming up in about 10 minutes, you can call and tell yeah. us what love is again and ask Steve some love questions on this Valentine's Day, 877-29-STEVE. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are. Um... <laughs> We, we tweeted out there, we put the question out there for people to call in and ask you love questions as today is Valentine's Day and you're the love guru, the love doctor, all of that. So let's go to line one. And, uh, he a love doctor? He a love doctor? Okay, go ahead. You ain't. It, it's Lenora from New Jersey, Steve. <laughs> Lenora? Yes. Hello, darling, how are you? <laughs> I'm great in yourself. Well, no, I'm just fine, girl. I really am. What can I do for you? Any questions or comments today? Uh, yeah, question. Um, what do you get someone if they don't like candy, cards, roses, balloons, or stuffed animals? That's okay. who I want. 
That's so, who I want. No, Tommy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. This is a woman <laughs> talking. Now, are you trying to get something for a man, or are you trying to suggest to a man because you don't like these things? I don't like those things. Right. See, that's the one of the two. Oh. oh. Well, you got to tell them. Uh, Marjorie's not a candy girl at all. Marjorie don't like care for roses. I know what her flavor, favorite flowers are, so I made the switch years ago. Uh, Baz is hard to get a woman, fellas. Because a lot of times y'all think the bigger the bear, the better. And then they got to set the bear up somewhere and then forget the bear in there. And then they come around the corner. And every time they come around the corner, they scared as hell. They got bear sitting up in the corner. This nine-foot bear you done got. <laughs> Look like a damn man standing over yeah, there. Yeah, I'm not a stuffed animal girl. <laughs> so I, I, think, man, I, anyway. I think what you should do is you're just going to have to point blank tell them this is not what I care for. If you want to do something nice for me, did you hear what she said? You know, I would. <laughs> you missed what she said. What's happening? She said she'd rather have a stuffed man. I think is what she said. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, <laughs> I heard yeah help that out. <laughs> well, I, I heard it, but you just well, kept going, Steve. It. Yeah, yeah. yeah but uh-huh. she she got a man, and she don't like the stuff she been getting. Mm-hmm. And so what you got to do is you got to suggest to the man, you got to tell him, look, we've been together. I don't want you to waste your money. Just don't want Now, what I do would like for Valentine, if you took me somewhere nice, because most women like to go nice places, would that be a correct assumption? Yes, I love to eat. Right. So you love to go to dinner? Would you like, uh, do you care for cards? Was cards on that long list of don't likes? <laughs> no, because... He don't like to buy cars because I tend to hang on them to them too long. So he don't, he not a, a car person. So I, I won't get a car anyway. But he oh, likes okay. to get the other stuff. <laughs> he likes to get Epsom stuff? No, the other stuff. The I other stuff. Epsom yeah, Epsom the stuff. other stuff. See. He thought she said Epsom stuff? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> no, Steve, not Epsom. Well, y'all like bad. Soap to man? <laughs> well, you know, but I think you just got to share with him what it is you do like. Uh, a nice dinner somewhere is nice. Uh, you know, just a gift, a trinket, you know, a type of gift like that. You know, maybe you like ink pens or, you know, purse, shoes, you know, brooch, scarf. She hard to shop, huh? Yeah. No, Google Voice, she too old for that. Because they like Epsom salt baths. So. Yeah. <laughs> she needs some help get that swelling down. <laughs> That's what she working. <laughs> I do like bags, though, Steve. I ain't got no Louis yet, so that's what I'm waiting for. Yeah. See, say that. Where you from? Jersey New York? Yeah, New Jersey. New Jersey. Now, you know Louis bags don't go on sale. Yeah, I know. Have you priced them? Which one you looking at? Oh, I don't know. I just want a Louis. I really don't care what kind it is or how old it is, what year it is. I just right. want one. <laughs> I got one of them down at my wife. Okay. Well, she you got one? Go ahead, Tommy. <laughs> yeah, Tommy, you got a Louis? Yeah, go ahead. 
My wife got four go pairs, but I, go it's go one on. good old one she got. She don't wear, she don't use no more. You just want one just to have one? Yeah, you can give it to me. Oh, okay. I talked to her because we need to clean this closet out. So I got plenty of Lewis. You want a couple of Lewis? Yeah. Now, is your oh, man right. going to buy it? Is your man going to buy this Lewis from me? Oh, I thought you was going to give it to me. Right. Yeah, that's what you no, said, you Tommy. Tommy, that's what you said. Yeah, Tommy. I thought you said she got so many. Why sell it? You can just give it away, donate. Come on, boy. Come on, big player. Rich boy. Come on, HR. Come on, okay. Tommy. <laughs> yeah, I didn't open my damn mouth. Good okay. Man, you out there cleaning out your wife's closet, selling stuff out of it. I want to see how this go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, baby, we got to take another call. Uh, happy Valentine okay. to you, baby. All Thank right. to you and the, uh, the crew. Have a good one. All right, Happy baby. Valentine's Day, Lenore. Valenore. Oh, damn stupid. You be just getting yourself in. You're so stupid. I ain't never seen nobody stay in more holes than you. <laughs> You're the dumbest person I know. <laughs> That's married. You're going to clean out your wife's closet. the smartest one at this. Give your bag it's, it's, to a woman don't in New say, Jersey. You say genius, Steve. It's genius, man. <laughs> mm. You can't be giving away your wife's stuff without talking to her first. Well, he's not talking to person. her. That's the thing. What's well, genius you... is you ain't divorced yet. That's the genius. <laughs> if I take that purse out that closet, she is not going to miss that purse. Mm. Yeah, she'll sure know. She'll you know, think we so? Know. Yes. Y'all yeah. know what all the... We know all no, our No, she stuff. sure won't, Tommy. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know our bags, boo. Yeah. All right, keep the calls coming. 877-29-STEVE. Uh, we'll be right back. Hey, what's going on? It's your boy Kevin Hart, a.k.a. The People's Champ, a.k.a. Mr. Box Office, a.k.a. Mr. Comedy, a.k.a. Make the World Laugh, a.k.a. God dang it, I can do what I want because I feel good, a.k.a. Little Swag, a.k.a. Little Neat. A.K.A. Long Fingertips, Big Fingernails. A.K.A. I smell you, but do you smell me? A.K.A. My hair used to be longer than this until I stopped cutting it. Okay, with that being said, I love you, you love me, but keep it locked where I love the most. And that's here on Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, today is Valentine's Day, and for some of us, it'll just be like any other night with Netflix and some comfy jammies. You know how that goes. However, lots and lots of couples will be heading to restaurants tonight. Here are a yeah. few of the twosomes you'll see celebrating. You'll see this couple, the couple that are celebrating, that's celebrating for the very first time, like their first mm. date. Mm. Aw. Oh, that's yeah. sweet. Yeah, that's sweet, isn't it? You know, they're going to go, huh? What'd you say, huh? Steve? I said, no, yeah, that's good. Uh-huh. Yeah, they'll have candles yeah. and flowers, fancy bottles of wine. Not me. Oh, yeah, true. But they're oh, in love, yeah. and this is their first Valentine's Day together. But see, that's how mine going to look, though. Like it's your first time? Because I'm going to lay it out, though. Yeah. Uh, did I tell y'all what I was doing? Yeah, well, you finished could, you could, yeah, you you finish finish I don't think you finished. Because yeah. it's probably more. Okay. Where did I leave yeah. off at? That's what I don't know. Okay, you uh, had three girls that didn't hear it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's all I said would be ready at 12. Three different kinds of flowers, birds of paradise, or Oh, that's and all tulip. over the house. The van yeah. pull up at the house. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Then later on today, that's happening now. Mm-hmm. That's happening now. Mm-hmm. So when she comes from her appointments, when she get back to the house, the house will be done. Mm. Uh. Then uh, pick up. I'm going to take a, a, to Valentine's lunch, and it's going to be, I uh, uh, got a suite somewhere. That's when I had to stop. That's when Tommy yeah. said, but y'all got a house. Yeah. Okay, so that's because he 
There's four suites in the house. Hell, what? Well, we're going to be outside the house because it's special. Get a little suite that's got a private patio on it with a swimming pool to it and a fireplace. Having it tenant. Okay. You can get all that in one suite? Uh-huh. Fireplace, pool, and patio? Yeah, you know, like a bungalow suite. Oh, oh man, I got to really man. Man. No, you in LA that got everything. What is you talking about? You got three damn fireplaces. Fireplace. Got a tenant, fireplace. <laughs> you know, have shelves come out, bring food out on the back, private deck. What would be in private? Heat lamps out there, everything. Then after that, gonna retire for a little while. You know. What would retire me? That probably ain't your business. <laughs> but you know, we in this week. Oh, okay. I just make sure. <laughs> okay. And then uh Route 430, got a special appointment, got a surprise for her, flew some people into town, uh, going to do a little fitting for her, private fitting she don't know nothing about. Oh, nice. That she knows nothing about. You know how to lay a Then, after that. Are you taking notes, Tommy? Going back to the hotel, mm-hmm. going to go back to the suite to change. So she bring her dinner outfit with her. She going to change. Then we're going to go down there, and I got the wine room reserved. Wow. I had special tables and booths put in it, flowers, candles, and everything. Going to have a private dinner with a selected menu down in the wine room, just us. Then after the wine room dinner's over with, then we retire upstairs for the evening. Oh. Mm. Was that the same retire from earlier? No, it's gonna be different like location. Two. Like... No, it's the same suite, Tommy. It's the but same it's two suite. different. It's top by. It's two okay. different things right here. This all. It's all the baby oil is involved in it. What? Okay, <laughs> let's go. Let's go back. Take me back though. Let's go yeah, to you the take fitting. Notes. That's what to you the do. fitting. Take yeah. me to the fitting. The fitting. No. Yeah. You say we're gonna a private. It's a fitting. surprise. I know it was something she wanted, but she couldn't get it. And so I found the people. Found out what she really wanted. And they're going to just come in and do a fitting for a fitter, just measurements. That's all. Oh. oh. They don't just have her but, size. But they not like. Well, it's getting made. What I already, I already knew what she wanted, but they didn't have it at the time. So a few months ago, I had them try to find it. They said they found it. Okay. Now they done started making it, but they got to bring it in and put it on and do a fitting. Mm-hmm. So, Uncle Man, mm-hmm. well, the fitting you doing, Uncle, that's different from the fitting I be getting, huh? No, yeah. this is for yeah, her. Yeah. You're just getting all oh, you. But it's yeah. still a different now, fitting. Now, when I do my fittings, yeah. yes, probably might be a little bit different than yeah. yours. See, well, I go what? in men's warehouse. They put the thing up under my chest and say 44. Oh, that's, <laughs> then that's alterations. Yeah. No. They make the same fittings they don't do. No. Which size shirt you wear? They put the thing down my sleeve. It is 34 and a half. Altasora fittings is, let me see if I can get to 61 measurements. They call it Altasaurus. That's not Saurus, Sora. It's Altasauria and Altasaura. Altasauria is women. Altasaura is men. I thought that's when you look up words. Altasaurus? Dude. We don't have them. Man. <laughs> Not with this dude. Get your nephew. I don't want to get it. And quit calling him my nephew. He is, though. 
I'm just asking y'all that. For the rest of the year, don't do not call him my nephew. <laughs> Are you disowning me? What that what, what's that about? I've been trying to do that. This ain't nothing new. <laughs> okay, get oh, back when to you the, left the, your bike the, down at the store that time. I told you I ain't know your ass then. Oh God. Don't bring up back down. Don't, okay. Let's not go back. How you get okay, a new so, bike and walk home and leave it at the store? Cause it was new. I forgot I had it. Okay? Who do that? All right. You, you, Ladies, I, you forget. Who do that? Who get a new bike, ride it to the store, and walk home licking a popsicle? And then I look at this fool and I go, Where's your bike? Hey, man, where your bike? <laughs> what bike? <laughs> the new damn bike your mama bought you. <laughs> I left it at the store. In the hood? <laughs> <laughs> it was gone when we got back up there. Wow. I go downstairs. I'm, I'm 17. I go down there. He's seven. Ain't no damn bike. He started crying. What's your punk ass crying for? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. What you thought the bike was going to be here? <laughs> Not in the hood. We in the hood. Brand new bike on the kickstand. Ain't locked up or nothing. <laughs> but got... But came out the store, walked right past the bike. Wow. Didn't even see and walk mad like this just happened. You acting like this it just happened. Okay, uh, more of this craziness right after this, okay? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, happy Valentine's Day, everyone, and welcome to our brand new affiliate, Fort Wayne, Indiana, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> you know a Wayne. lot about Fort Wayne, yeah. I got one more Fort Wayne story for you. You got a minute for it? Yeah, let's go. I was young act, and uh, Kevin Ferguson had a TV show on there called Night Shift. Mm-hmm. And so I had to pick up, I mean, when I got off, when I got there, I had to do an interview with a, uh, the publicist for the show. And the publicist for the show was this white lady, a really attractive woman. And I had to meet her at a restaurant for this pre-show interview. So we sitting at the restaurant, me and her. You know, I'm poor. I ain't got no money for none of this here. They paying for it. So we at the restaurant. So as we're sitting there, all these black women start coming in, single black women. Mm -hmm. And And the restaurant just filled up with just all black women. Now, I'm sitting in the middle of the restaurant with this white lady with this blonde hair trying to do this interview. My ass was so uncomfortable. <laughs> Them black women was looking at me. Side now, eye. keep in mind, I'm about 29, mm-hmm. 30 years old, somewhere like that. Mm. These black women just looking at me. And I knew they was talking about me. And so I couldn't take it no more. <laughs> so I got up and went to the bathroom because, man, I was just in there just sweating like bullets, man. I, I, could, I could feel them eyes piercing at me. I'm telling you, this was the only white person in the restaurant, and it was her, and I'm sitting with her. And I'm the only black man in the restaurant. Yeah. I'm sitting with her. Them sisters was doing my ass. So I get up and I go to the bathroom, and I speak to a lady. I said, Sister, how you doing this morning? She looked at me and went, no, how you doing? And went on in the bathroom. I went, okay, that's funky. But I'm going to be right here when your ass come out there. <laughs> you waited? Yeah. I'm hood. I ain't got what I, what I got to lose. I ain't famous. <laughs> came out the bathroom. I said, sister, hold on one second. I said, do me a favor. I said, listen to me. Tell your girlfriend, please stop staring at me like this. <laughs> I said, I'm here because I'm a comedian, and I'm performing at uh, Snickers Comedy Bar, and I'm performing with Night Shift. 
Kevin Ferguson got me doing this interview with this lady, and this is why I had to. This is a reporter doing an interview on me. I need for all y'all to quit staring at me. <laughs> like I done betrayed the whole black race. I'm in here doing an interview. That lady started laughing and put her hand over her mouth. She said, you know we talking about you? I said, how the hell? <laughs> I said, sister, I'm in here toe down. I said, you go back in there and you tell all them sisters what the hell going on. Because y'all got to quit looking at me. Like I done just came in here and just. <laughs> uh, man, it, it was horrific. She went out there. And I said, listen, I'm performing. Let me make a phone call. How many of y'all want to come to the show tonight? She said, no, no, let me just go explain. So I go back to the table. Then the sisters start coming up to me. How you doing? Yeah. Welcome to Fort Wayne. They were the Black <laughs> Women's Business League of Indiana. <laughs> yes, yes. I was in their meeting. Yes. Oh, here, sisters. Man, my ass was through. So I got on the phone and called Kevin Ferguson. I said, hey, man, how many comps can I get tonight? He said, well, it's Thursday night, Steve, so it's pretty open. You know, we need people. I said, can I get 30? He said, you can get 40. Mm. I went back out to told us, I said, hey, which 40? Because it looked about 70 of y'all in here. Do 40 mm. y'all want to come to the show tonight? She said, we sure do. Aww. And so they was in town in the hotels and stuff. So about 40 women came to the show. Boy, my ass was funny that night. <laughs> yes, Lord. And <laughs> fell in love with three of them. <laughs> Good PR move on your part, though. <laughs> boy, them sisters ate my ass alive. I was sitting up in there. I said, boy, if I, don't, if I ain't Uncle Tom with a week, <laughs> sitting up in the hill, man. No. <laughs> oh, I ain't the spook at the door. <laughs> boy. No, he didn't. Jimmy crack corn and I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I was in there, man. I said, boy, uh, this is. What'd she say when you spoke, Steve? What'd she <laughs> no, say? No, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and I know that move. Mm-hmm. Mm, don't be asking me, how you doing, day sister? Mm-mm. How you doing? Oh, now mm-hmm. I'm your sister. Uh, yeah, I said, yeah. okay. She came back out there. I said, ma'am, hold on. Let me, let me stop you right now. All right. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> that was funny. Coming up, Valentine's do's and don'ts. Get ready. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Valentine's Day, as we've established, and it just is Valentine's Day. Love, 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 love. All right, so, um, Steve, you have some Valentine's do's and don'ts for us? Well, I got some do's and don'ts for you for Valentine's Mm -hmm. Day. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mostly, fellas, you need to pay attention because some of y'all get it wrong year after year. Now, this one's tricky. Mm -hmm. You won't believe this. Well, first, first, let me do this. Don't underdo it. And what I mean by that is, don't buy like a real small box of nothing. Because unless that damn thing got a diamond ring in it, that small box going to backfire on you. So don't underdo it. You got that right. You got to have your woman sitting there going, really seriously, who is this for? Because it don't have a ring in it. That's the only thing small you can get up. Right. Now, on the flip side, don't overdo it. Okay. What you don't want to do is give her this big giant box of candy, because I swear to God she gonna turn that on you. Oh, so what you trying to get me fat? Uh-huh. That ain't gonna work that's out. Gonna, that's gonna backfire on you. Right? Here's another one. Uh-huh. Make sure, fellas, that uh-huh. she like bears. Uh-huh. Before you go out and buy one, everybody don't like bears. Yeah. You mean like stuffed, yeah. stuffed animals? Um, yeah, people got phobias against that. Don't go out there buy them, but get doggone it. Come on now. <laughs> don't eat out the box of candy. <laughs> the, the big one you want to have a full box. 
Don't lift that little crumbly brown piece and try to eat one out the bottom row. And then row. squeeze them back together. Yeah, like they going to see it. They going to see it. <laughs> That's funny right there. <laughs> now, if you're going to give out more than one box mm-hmm. of candy on Valentine's, listen to me carefully, uh-huh. fellas. Mm. And ladies, don't get tight because I ain't talking about for two different women. Mm-hmm. It's possible, like maybe your mom, mm. your sister, or right. coworker, or something. Right, right. Mm. Hide them boxes. <laughs> Don't have them on the back seat. <laughs> Just sitting there. Because if your woman get in and see them three boxes of candy and she already got hers, <laughs> you're not gonna be able to explain this away, nope. partner. Nope, nope, nope. No. These are Valentine's do's and don'ts from Steve. You'll know when it's time to sin. Sexy lingerie. Yeah. Okay. 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 But you just met this girl. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You can't give her see-through draw. <laughs> you just right away. Better. You just <laughs> met her. <laughs> and now, you, now you pull out a pair of see-through panties. <laughs> Boy. I, I messed up then. Too soon. <laughs> that, that'd be me then. <laughs> too soon. We just went too subway soon. one time. What do now, I, now. now she don't call back. I didn't know, know why she didn't call back. <laughs> You are so disrespectful. Uh, wow. Now, this is for players out there. Yeah. Okay. And players. And players, too, Steve. If you're going out mm-hmm. with more than one person, right. Mm-hmm. all right, check these damn names. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stress this enough. Say that again, Steve. I cannot stress this Please enough. Say it that really again. happened this to you. This is from prior experience. Yeah, you really have. This really happened to you. I have sent the Christmas gift, same gift to two girls, and put their damn names and mixed them up on the box. Same paper, everything. Oh yeah. my God! Uh, Learn from your mistakes. Oh, yeah. Uh, we'll be back with Steve's closing remarks coming up at forty-nine after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, last break of the day on this Valentine's Day. Uh, you want to continue with Ask Steve, uh, yeah, Steve? Because this, this is interesting. On the Day of Love, you know, we celebrate love today. Junior, I think you had a question. Uh, talk about sacrifice. What do you mean? Well, you know, the decisions that you make for the partner that you have. Well, I mean, you know, it's important because if you're going to be in love, if anybody that has ever been in love will tell you they've had to make sacrifices to stay in a relationship. Because that's what it is. Love is a series of compromises with someone that you truly, truly care deeply for. And if you care deeply for someone, you're going to have to make some form of sacrifice. It's impossible to be in love with somebody and not sacrifice. Because love, like I said, is all encompassing. So it's a giving thing, right? And you want to give to the person. Sometimes in giving to the person, you got to take a little bit from yourself or you got to give of yourself. Sometimes to make the other person happy that day, you got to not do something that would make you happy that day. You know, Mm -hmm. I would love to Mm -hmm. have my off days free and clear. Mm -hmm. But to maintain a relationship, I have to sacrifice some of them free and clear days to spend time with my significant other. It's everybody. The person who talking about, I'll do what I want to do. Well, you're not going to be in a relationship. You can say you're in love, but you're not finna stay there. Mm-hmm. You can be in love and get out the relationship. <laughs> There's a whole lot of people in love with some relationships that's gone. 
So, you know, sacrifice is a part of it. It's just, it's no way around the sacrifice of it. And that goes men and women. It's both ways. Women sacrifice a great deal to stay in relationships with men. They, 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 they do for children. They do for the men. They do for the family. They do for the good of it all. Women sacrifice so much to maintain so all of their relationships. If, if a child really understood what a mother sacrificed for them to be just the mother, and for their ass to walk out that door every day, as a child for, to think, think freely and go to school and had them sneakers on and all like that, they, 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 yes, Lord, <laughs> they wouldn't even, they wouldn't even, man, there would never be no pushback, but they don't get it. Sacrifice is real. What you got, Thomas? All right, this, this Thomas Miles. Can I ask a Thomas Miles question? Can I do that? Yeah, they blend for, together. For, for, what <laughs> yeah, should, like it's separated. <laughs> what should men out there? Like, like I got a little girl. What should you do for your little girl on Valentine's Day? Oh, so that's she such will a know sweet. So she oh, will know what question. men are. Like, I got my little girl some flowers, and she loves mm. chocolate-covered strawberries. No, but what sweet. should men do for their little girls out there? Well, I mean, that's perfect. Because that's the first man she's going to know, and she should understand from her father, if she, if she can, how a man should treat her. That's right. and she's and been the settled. problem for a lot of women. Uh-huh. Yeah, who didn't grow up with an active father in their life. They never had mm-hmm. a clear picture of what love looked like. A man oh. sitting there treating their mother a certain way. So mm-hmm. women oftentimes look for love in all the wrong places because oh, yeah. they never saw it firsthand. You're describing my life, Steve. That happens <laughs> to women yeah. all mm-hmm. the time. So it's oh. imperative for a man who has daughters to demonstrate to them what it looks like. Mm-hmm. You know now. Three of my daughters are in committed. Two are married. One of them engaged. You know, I ain't, look here. They ain't. My turn is up. You know, these dudes got to be the one in here, providing all that stuff now. You know, now skip a beat on them and see what happens. Uh-oh. I ain't even gonna have to tell you. Ain't nothing I got to say. <laughs> Cause they looking for it. Wide-eyed, bushy tail. Wait. First thing this morning. This this look the thing that I'm at this this thing I'm married to, this little green eyed thing that I'm married to, mm-hmm. at midnight, if I get up and go to the bathroom and she awake, I gotta roll over and kiss and say happy Valentine. I gotta beat her to it. She can't beat me to it. No, sir. No. I got to beat her to it. Is that you're saying that's her rule or that's your rule? No, that's she be looking for it. Oh, okay, yeah. Bright eyed, bushy tail. <laughs> Like mm. a four year old. You know what today is. Man, I be sitting going, is she for real? <laughs> but yeah. you know what, Seriously. Steve? There are a lot of guys. I mean, I know guys that these kind of holidays like this, they don't like to, uh, for I guess the market to determine what they do for their girl. They're they're like, you know, I gave you some. Fl- I give you flowers every flowers day. All I don't, the time. Yeah, I don't have yeah. to give you flowers on Valentine's Day. I mean, I know, fellas, and that, and that's cool. You want to say it like that. Yeah. But in reality, that ain't the way it work in their head. Mm-hmm. See, we as men, we can rationalize it out any kind of way we want to and tell it to all the fellas, and we'll sit up there and go, yeah, I hear that you, dog. Mm-hmm. That makes yeah, sense. I, yeah, that makes sense. I would, I'd say that, too. Yeah. But they can't carry that to their house, though. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> Some guys do, in. though. You yeah. know, you stay but right here at the table. You can take it to your house, but now, now you've done it your way, what you win. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got it, fellas. I mean, cool. You know, man, look, you got the right to feel in the mouth, Steve. You're always on the women's side. I'm just saying, player. That's all. I'm just saying. You can do it that way. Happy wife, happy life. But if she would feel wonderful if you did this one thing for her, why would you not do it? 
Yeah. It, do, it doesn't make any sense not to do it. The payout, the payback, the reward is so much greater. I don't understand fighting the funk. Right. Okay. You ain't you ain't a salmon trying to get back to the mating ground. <laughs> Why you want to go back upstream like that? Right. Women upstream. No, okay. well you could just turn your ass around, let that current carry your ass right on out to the ocean. Okay. It's easier. Yeah. yeah. And, and you're right, Steve. A lot of a lot of guys talk about the fact that it, it's a costly holiday and all of that. So before we get out of here, something inexpensive that a guy can do for it's for, a thought that counts, yeah. man. Do Absolutely. something thoughtful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Women created the phrase, it's the thought that counts. Do mm-hmm. something thoughtful. Anybody asking you to buy a bag because it's the holiday? Candy don't cost much. A car don't cost much. Lighting the candles, running her bath water don't cost much. Mm-hmm. Put some rose petals in the flow. Lead her to the bath. Let her to, Give her her night clothes, man. Fix her some tea, some wine. You ain't got to spend a lot of money. Play up, be a player. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. We love you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now, this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.